the idea, the first video we ever made was the sheep and the lion video. And that, what we are attempting to get across with that video is the same, basically the same theme we've always had. Because something came in over me and told me, uh, if you don't see this idea, you're going to be looking from the problem. Yeah. So uh, the sheep and a lion would be, used to surprise me because you would think that if you're a lion and I'm a lion and I come to a meeting and I tell you you're a lion, that should be pretty clean, yeah? You have maybe, it may have been a 30-year mistake, but as soon as you heard that you're a lion, as a lion, it would be cleared up, right? But the problem is, the lion may be identified as a sheep, yeah? So when he's sitting here listening to the message that we're a lion, we're a lion, we're a lion, the sheep is what's claiming to hear the message. So I would think before I thought if I got really close up and I said, you're a lion, and you're, you know what I mean? If I could take the distance away from it, where nothing could affect it, it would get through, but it doesn't work because... The mental state is in the act of being identified as something else, yeah? And so the message goes to here, yeah, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion. And you're, you're into that, but as soon as it hits these ears, these ears are configured as sheep ears. The sheep hears it, and then the sheep can only entertain the messages, I can become like a lion. That's not the message. The message is, you're a lion, but I don't think it works. I think you've got to describe you're not a sheep, yeah? I don't think the lion needs to hear that it's a lion. I think it needs to hear it's not a sheep, yeah? And by looking at what it's not, it'll get a sense of what it is. Instead of using what you're not to look for what you are, which just reinforces what you're not. So this idea, I was going to satsangs, and I would hear people, you know, First they say it's indescribable, then they'd spend a half hour describing it. It's incomprehensible, and it's this and that. And it was, I was, you know, it's just not going anywhere. Something must be blocking it off, because if it's that simple and that's clear, and you are already that, then you would think it wouldn't need much communication, a simple little clue or an invitation. But the, the strength of the programming... So I didn't, I didn't want to hear another, like there was a, I used to do a talks at this bookstore, and uh, a spiritual bookstore, and they had tons of books. And one of the books that I was, I came out of the talk, and one night there was a book on, it said consciousness, and it was 900 pages about what you already are. Why would you want to fucking study about what you are if you can if you're being what you are? Yeah, you don't just see the 900 pages describing consciousness. Wouldn't be tra it was it it's the most inadequate communication because it's reinforcing the idea that you're not consciousness. Yeah, this is the dilemma. So it doesn't matter how many times you hear that you're a lion, if you're hearing it as the sheep, it's not going to get through, yeah? And the only way the sheep can entertain the message that I'm a lion is I can become like a lion. And so now in non-duality, a lot of people are trying to become a non-self as a self. They want to get the attributes of non-self, but they want to have them, yeah? It's just, and it's a stubborn, it's, 
the the stubbornness of it is mind-boggling because you ever see uh, if you broke a, a thermostat and the mercury goes everywhere and then it regroups yeah you think a peak experience is going to knock this out it doesn't it doesn't you can have tons of peak experiences the thing it will forget a miracle in 20 minutes it just regroups and claims to be the one who had the miracle yes so without noticing that you're going to be looking from its effects that's all i came with you know and i was open for new directives and i've never gotten another new directive ever since it it hit and i said jesus christ so the whole point is you can study what you're not you can you can learn about what you're not you can you're experiencing what you're not all day you can have an understanding of what you're not but you can't have an understanding of what you are you can't experience what you are you can't study what you are yeah you can do it if anything else that's not you it's applicable you can study it you can experience it you can know it yeah you can have an understanding of it but you can't apply it to what you are and unfortunately or fortunately that's the the root of non-duality it's a fact yeah if the fact doesn't make sense to you, if the fact of the seeker is the sort, what's looking is what you're looking for, if that, if that isn't landing, then find some other shit. Yeah? Really, find some other stuff, because what the other stuff will do will fail you, and that's how they succeed. Yeah? All the, all the modalities will fail you and leave you with your own devices, and hopefully you'll see they're not your own devices. You'll see what you're not, and then you'll see completely the futility of attempting to get. This doesn't, you know, ever see those like uh, in the amusement parks? There'd be a, there's a, a big glass thing with a crane, and there's all these toy things, and it can't, it can't pick this up. <laughs> you and I can't get it. Yeah, you and I are the obscuring of it. And the, the greatest obscuring of it is trying to get it. It's just the way it goes. Now, if that doesn't land, then keep on trying to. And it's, you're going to arrive there sooner or later. Because everything ultimately fails, and that's the success of it. Yeah, Because you're left with your own devices, and then suddenly you see they're not your own devices. So you don't try to lose interest in self as self, you lose interest in self, from non-self, in a sense, yeah? You lose interest in it because it's not going to be there to get it. You know, you're not, heaven isn't like a golf course, and I'm going to be playing up there. So, I don't see any point to go anywhere else, I really don't. So, if someone says, all right, uh, It's like the idea of, you know, getting into the moment. It's totally predicated on the insane idea that you could be out of a moment. Literally, yeah? So it's such a bizarre world here. We're trying to get into what we can't be out of, and we're trying to get out of self, which we can't be in. Yeah? Now, it just duplicates itself. If you don't see it before it, you're going to be at, at its effect after it. If you don't see it before it, the freedom is before any bondage. 
freedom does not arrive after bondage. Yeah, it's before bondage. The freedom without an opposite. That is what this is we're talking about. You are inherently what you've always been at all times. Yet, you can't arrive there through what you're not. And you better catch the thief. Like it says, Ramana said it beautifully. He says, being con it says uh, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. So the non-existent thing would, let's say, be the body, yes? And so the non-existent thing is taken to be existing, yeah? And it says, all right, there's the presupposing of a non-existent thing, and... Uh, and that, that non-existing thing wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Yeah? And it says, if that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? It's a damn good question to sit with. Yeah? Because for me, when that landed on me, it explains so freaking much. You know, I was guilty. That's exactly what I've been doing. Most of my life, exactly like Hoang Po would say, it says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, let's say Hoang Po was here and he was looking around the room and there's Jill and Mary and Paul and Daniel. But Hoang Po wasn't seeing Jim, Mary, Paul and Daniel. He was seeing the Buddha. Yeah. And so he wasn't talking to Jim, Mary, Bill and Bud about he was talking to the Buddha he was trying to get through Bill not to Bill he was trying to get through the obscuring activity to get to the Buddha and to make a simple statement to the Buddha hey Buddha you can't use yourself to find yourself yeah. and then he doubled down on it he says you can't use light to find to seek light you can't use mind to seek mind if you hear that and it lands, it's like a pair of spiritual shoes, wear it and see what happens, see what reve what's revealed and see that incredible urge of seeking. I mean, maybe you can do a lot of work and put it into idol, but it's unbelievable when it stops. It really is. When it, when it screeches to a halt because you've been convinced in your innermost that it's utterly, utterly futile to use this to find what we are. Yeah. There's a peace in that. There's a freedom in it. And I swear to God, when it stops, what arises for this is acceptance. There's an acceptance for what you're not because it's not you. If it was me, it was like an urban renewal project. It was constantly having to be worked on. I constantly, I should be more, da, 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 da. There was no acceptance. There was just fucking demand and flagellation and just driving it like a fucking steer, you know? What happened is I entertained these ideas. After a while, I realized something was, something was different. I was living in a, in a sense of acceptance for what I'm not, yeah? I realized that this is a Toyota. It's not a chariot of the gods, yeah? It's not going to, it's not going to be in front of the Rose Parade. It's just a utilitarian little fucking thing, yeah? And, and I'll tell you something. It doesn't do well seen as the center of the universe. It doesn't. It doesn't do well when it's all that's been think, thought about. It can't handle it. It can't. It can't be. It's just so. It's like a huge burden. And the greatest news it ever hear, it's that it ever gets, is that I'm not that. Because suddenly it can be fucking let. You know, 
It's just now this thing just grazes, you know? It's just fucking, it doesn't need any surveillance. I don't need to be highly observant. I'm not checking out my motives. <laughs> I fucking, if you ask me how I'm feeling, I don't know. I haven't checked in for a long time. I'm not constantly checking in to see how I feel. <laughs> Basically, if I know there's oil in it and the tires are good, it's fucking all right. You know? <laughs> and now it looks for what can be found, like, you know, a pair of pants, you know, latte, <laughs> shit like that. So it has a lot of successes every freaking day. And it has a sense of belonging because it's in recovery. It has purpose because it does a whole lot better when it's living with something bigger than itself. So I live for recovery because recovery took this fucking action figure out of hell. Yeah? Yeah. I remember the bus stop. So when, well, now I'm out of hell. I try to tell people who are in hell, hey, get bus 33. <laughs> and then... I'm never looking for what can't be found ever. Yeah. It's such a such a fucking relief. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you come into this meeting, it's 2020, and you ask yourself, what's new in non-duality for 2020? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's the same, it's the same, same. Yeah? It's either gonna be a fact or not. If it's a fact there's going to be an ease and comfort in how you travel. Yeah? If the what you're not tries to use it like an advantage or like a philosophy or have to get out of some fucking responsibility, it's not going to budge. It's sort of like, uh, you know, in the desert, a giant desert tortoise, and then the coyote comes on it and tries to sniff it around, wants to get some meat. After a few minutes, the coyote realizes it can't get any meat. It loses interest in it, yes? That's sort of what this is like. Yeah. You lose interest in it. You don't gain interest in it. You lose interest in it. It's in the loss of interest in it. That's where the freedom lies. Yeah. You lose interest in self, basically. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. You'll see there'll be effects. And where are the effects in the action figure? The action figure, I've noticed over years and years and years that I can categorize it as traveling lighter, basically. Mm -hmm. I always hoped that everything was going to get great, but I've seen through that. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, really. And, you know, life has a lot of things in store for the action figure. But what happened now is I can travel lighter with, you know, through whatever life has in store for it. Mm -hmm. And really, what more do you really want? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want enlightenment, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Yeah, the worst thing you ever heard was the word enlightenment. It's driven you fucking crazy. Doesn't it? No, I swear no one should have ever said awakening or enlightenment. It's just people have been driven crazy. And it's amazing. Enlightenment means cessation of all suffering. Yet, watch what your not uses it for. It uses it to beat the shit out of you. Yeah? <laughs> It's insane, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The word means the exact opposite of what the mental state uses it for. So I tell you, much you know, the worst thing is when you think you're awake and then now you've lost the awakeness. That's a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better. Nothing ever happened. But now you've somehow you're written into the story that you became awake, 
and now you get the other side of the coin, now you're unawake. And so what did I do to become unawake? About as much as you did to be awake. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't that bad to be fucking normal, is it? Is it really? I mean, I can't write, write blogs. I'd love to paint my face and go to Peru and do ayahuasca and write a little travel blog and shit. But the fact is, this is like dog shit awareness. It's just ordinariness. You're just awake to being awake. Yeah, the awakeness is a fact. The awakeness is a fact. It can, we can either be, we can seem to be unawake that means it's appearing to us that we're unawake, or we can seem to be awake, but it doesn't change the fact of the awakeness. It's just the inherent condition. Yeah. So what happened with me, you know, well, I got a free sample when about 32 years ago, I got struck sober being an, an addict and an alcoholic it seemed like no, nothing was ever going to trigger sur a surrender. Got run over twice by the same car the same night, which is hard to do. <laughs> Spent two years in a program, uh, jailed quite a lot, tons of things. And, but no human power could uh, get me sober, you know. My mother wanted me to be sober, I wanted to be sober, the state wanted me to be sober. Nothing could. And then one day, on a regular day at the office, I was just trying to drink until I could get someone to buy drugs, you know. Because at the end, when I was an addict, I ran into this incredible impasse, which is I didn't have any money, you know, to get what I wanted. So I'd have to convince others to get what I wanted. And my batting average had been going down precipitously <laughs> concerning that success. So I was really fucking angry. And I remember I was just... I was in a trailer park in a little town called Calistoga in Northern California. And it's sort of, if I don't know, you, hopefully you've never had an experience of a blackout. But for people who have, when you come out of it, it's like you parachuted into the moment. You know, you're fuck, behind enemy lines. You're trying to figure out, does anyone know I haven't been here for how many hours? But everyone's oblivious, you know. And so... I came to in this trailer and I was looking at the guy across from me. We were passing a bottle of vodka and he had a big head with bulbous nose and varicose veins. And I said to myself, this guy's a bum, you know. But lo and behold, he was looking at me like I was a bum. And at that moment, something downloaded and what we call in recovery the innermost, which is not in the thought system, something hit that innermost and it was like a CNN newsflash just a headline, no story, and it was, the, the headline was, I'm fucked, really. Now, I'd, I'd been in this condition for many, many months, but it's unbelievable, you, you and I are usually the last to know how bad it is. So, as soon as I saw that, then the next statement was, and I'm not managerial quality, yeah? And what happened there, from that point on, I've never had a strong feeling or a thought about drinking and using, which to me is unbelievable. Yeah, like a lot of people still struggle so much with the idea of having thoughts, but could you imagine 
that that radioactive isotope that was provoking all these anxieties and thoughts was removed and you've never there was never a battle with it ever again I mean that's a damn good solution here yeah so something did for me what I couldn't do for myself and all I've done since then is expand on what I can't do for myself really yeah for 30 something years and it being having a new employer being all powerful it takes care of me if my performance works well and stay close to it I can't be far from everywhere so I only have is one requirement do a little service and uh, it's proven to be true yeah and it gave me the opportunity the recovery gave me the opportunity to be open to hearing this message of non-duality and all I did was it came in I entertained it the ideas the ideas took root and I was convinced basically yeah and then that was that and then there was just a sufficient loss enough of interest in all that that I could see like reverse engineering why the lion isn't getting its a lion yeah and I saw it to me I thought Ramana would say it in a lot of his writings and I thought it was the most important thing not to hear talks about what you are but to hear talks about what you're not with the hopes that you'll hear it from what you are and you'll see you're not that and that's the beginning of the end yeah that's clarity that's exactly the horse in front of the cart yeah I don't like the approach the other way because I keep the reinforcement of what you're not is happening so quickly it's the quickest process of any process I think it takes a second or two for the mental state to believe it's the doer the thinker the feeler the seer the taster and the toucher and it's a stubborn mechanical process and usually we come to after that process so now as Ramana as Ramana Maharshi says there's this presupposing which is the word pre is beautiful it means before yes so there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing being yes and being what being the doer the thinker the seer the feeler the taster the toucher so what happens is something's happening now yeah the mental state arises and claims it to imply there's a someone it's happening to or there's a someone that's doing it yeah so if you see it the the verb happens something arises claims the verb and produces a noun out of it and then the noun is presupposed before the verb yeah so now instead of sensing the seeing the hearing the feeling the tasting the touching of life all we get is an interpretation of the seer the hearer the feeler the taster yeah and the toucher and now like when I was a kid life was happening then you go into an interpretation life's happening to me it's insane it's a slavery it's a slavery with no chains that's the incredible thing it's like a yoke that you're wearing yeah that you put on yourself in a sense yeah so if 
you start after, yeah, if you start after and are claimed to be the before, then the real before has to be put after you. And now you, as the new before, searches for the before as an afterthought with the hopes that I'll be a bigger, better me when I arrive there. It's slavery. The worst thing, the worst thing that could happen is if it actually worked for you. <laughs> it's going to prolong the slavery for 50 years. <laughs> the best if you just see through it. I mean, come on, just look at it. How many satsangs have you been to? 500? How many retreats? They should have a committee that, you know, take everyone's applications for retreats and looks at them. This guy's been on 20 retreats. No more retreats, like the retreat Nazi, you know, the soup Nazi. Really, I mean, people are spending their whole life's fucking money to go on the 30th retreat. If you didn't get it the second one, fuck it. <laughs> what you're supposed to get is, is they, the retreats don't fucking work. <laughs> All they do is reinforce the retreating. <laughs> and you know, you don't even have to have a peak experience. You'll make one up to verify the fucking... $10,000 you paid for it. I had that with drugs. I swear to God, we, we bought some opium from this guy, a three-day heavy metal thing in Oakland Coliseum. We met him on the uh, pedestrian bridge. We got home. It's black tarish. Me and my friend shoot it up. Uh, we're, we're going, hey, are you feeling it? And he's going, yeah, I think so. I'm feeling it, yeah. And then my girlfriend at the time comes in and says, Wow, it smells like incense in here. Fuck. We shot incense. And we were trying to convince ourselves it was opium because it made us, we look like fucking assholes if we drove down to the Coliseum and spent this money and we got incense. And know what I did? We shot it again. So you think that's crazy? Go on 30 retreats. Crazy At least I got some incense. Seriously, it only took me two times to realize it's incense. <laughs> There's no opium content. Just see what you're not. That's it. See what you're not. See the activity. If you want a constant reminder of what you are, it's seeing what you're not. You're not going to see what you are, but you can get an intimation because you're the seeing of what you're not, yeah? In the act of seeing what you're not, which is always freaking available all the time, yeah? The act of seeing what you're not isn't about what you're not, it's the intimation of the seeing. That's what I am, yeah? I am the seeing of what I'm not. It's like Huang Po said, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving, yeah? Listen to your head for five minutes. There's an assumption that the body is the perceiver. Yes or no? The mental state has combined the subjectness to the object. That's dualism. That's the whole root of duality. And that's what non-duality is a negation of. It's saying not to. 
there isn't this subject-object conundrum. You're prior to that. You're seeing. So you see what you're not, and you because you've realized, at least on some level, you're never going to see what you are. It's impossible because you are it. You're not going to experience what you are. You're never going to be something separate from what you are to experience it. It's impossible. Yeah, You see what you're not, and in the seeing of what you're not, there's an immediate, immediate intimation of what you are that has no conditions, no requirements, no fucking warranty that if you don't keep fucking working, working, it's going to be... No, it's just... You see, it's readily available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. You are it. But you can't arrive there because you are it. You seemingly arrive there by seeing what you're not. That which wants to arrive, by negating that, then you seem to arrive at where you already are. You don't think it works that way, but it does. You, by seeing what you're not, you get an inti intimacy of what you are. And I'm telling you, what you are is more, more, more than enough. Yeah? And suddenly, you lose, there's a loss of interest in what you're not because it's not you. There's not, a, there's not what you're not trying to lose interest in itself. That's more fucking interest in it. Yeah? It's a, there's just a losing interest in that. Yeah? It's not that losing interest, because that's interest. It's a losing interest in that. It's a simple little shift, but it's like a horse in front of a cart. You can sense it. You can now, like they say in Zen, you see blue is blue, and red is red, and green is green. Things are clear. Yes? Not because you did something, not because you polished the mirror, but because of your innate nature. If the obscuring, if there's a loss of interest in the obscuring, then its act of obscuring is very, very unsuccessful. Yeah? The obscuring isn't something that has to be removed, it's seen through. Because the seeing is not after the obscuring, it's before the obscuring. It can see the obscuring just as you can fucking see, you know, the mountain out here. What you are can see the obscuring and it's called you. And so insane for you wanting to become clear is just more of the obscuring of it. can say it thousands of ways if you've listened to the talks <laughs> fuck people come and they haven't seen me in eight years anything new no <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> when are you going to have your first intensive never <laughs> isn't it tense enough to be in fucking where we are melbourne <laughs> isn't it, why would you want to pay 150 bucks to you know produce a manipulated intensity this is fucking intense isn't it fuck <laughs> Just put it out there. That's why we sell shirts and books, because you basically get nothing from the message. So we got to sell you something. Well, it's true. If, 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 this is, if this is working, you're getting nothing. Yeah, nothing. No addition, nothing. You're just going to be left with your own devices, and the devices you can see are not yours. That's the beauty of it, yes? It's right here. The greatest teaching is that thing that's wanting to learn. 
the greatest teaching is watching that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I feel like if you can see its movement, because it will, it will arise at all times and claim to be the one. It will. I remember the first satsangs I went to in Berkeley, California. I didn't really know what she was talking about, but I was, I felt something in there. And then I was moved to share and I said, hey, because I had just reading Ramesh Balsakar, you know, and I was starting to see, this is such a novel idea, non-duality, isn't it? It's beautiful, really. And I was really curious, like a dog, you know, ooh, the ideas were like really like uh, stressing the mental logic, yeah. And so... I said, all right, I, I shared, I said, you know, I came in here and I was watching physical conditions, emotional conditions, mental conditions, but I thought it was me that was watching it. And now by hearing the satsang, I see that's a mental condition that was saying, it was seeing all the other mental conditions, yeah? And then I went around and I caught it about six more times, yeah? Because wherever, no matter how much the aperture opens, Part of the aperture opening is this is going to arise and say it's that which is open. Yeah. So you catch it four or five, six times. You don't have to be vigilant the rest of your fucking life. You make like a hundred monkey fucking phenomenal thing. You get it and there's a leap. You see, you don't, the sentinels get taken off the fucking fortress. Yeah. <laughs> there's no vigilance or anything like that. You got it. Hey. That which I'm not is going to rise in the field of that which I am. Yeah? And no matter how much I am that, it doesn't mean it's going to negate that arising. It's going to arise. It's mechanical. Yeah? As long as this action figure is breathing, it's going to be, there's going to be a claiming of being the one that's breathing. Yeah? You see it. Yeah? And because you can see it, you know it's not you because you can't be seen. Yeah. None of this goes on a lot. You hit a point and it makes leaps. Yeah. You make a leap, a leap. It does not demand vigilance at all. You don't have to be on the lookout. You know, you just basically. You live a very forgettable life in a lot of ways, but you don't miss a thing. That's so, so beautiful. I never get gypped, ever. Sleeping, awake, never. Not one second am I not here. It's mind-boggling, eh? All that thing, that all the requirements that used to be laid on this poor fucking thing to be here were all bullshit. All bullshit. You're being in the moment. It's the biggest con job. It sold so many books. How to get into the moment, and then you know, in addition to how to really get into the moment, how to really, really get into the moment. It's all predicated on an insane idea you could be out of a moment. You and I have never been out of any fucking moment. This is what this is what produces an ease and comfort. It isn't like a a contra, It's not like a a contradicting stress. It's just a like a like a pie collapsing yeah it's just that it's not like no, it's just and then the interest gets re reconfigured and redirected yes 
And now you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. And when you do have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, it tells you you've always had the eyes to see and the ears to hear. There was never one moment that you didn't. That was all a dreaming. Yeah? So I went, when we first started doing this, I like the idea of the word my. We try to emphasize, just see it. Just see it. Look at a thought, and then look at my thought. There's a huge difference in weight, yes? A thought, actually, it's even more defined when I go, your thought. Your thought fucking has no effect on me. <laughs> the same thought held as my thought can have a huge effect on me. So is it the thought? If a thought you're having, and I'm clear it's yours, I may feel compassion, but I don't give a shit really. You know? <laughs> I don't. If that same thought held as mine could ruin my day. Is it the thought? No, it's the my. It's the, and it's the, 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 the owning of being the thinker. Yeah? The thinker is where the bondage lies. It uses the thoughts yeah, to express the bondage, but the root of it is thinker. Same thing with feeler and taster and toucher. You get lost. You look in the wrong way. Yeah? It's like Dracula will go out on vampire hunts. He'll kill tons of vampires so that no one ever thinks it's a vampire. It's not the thought, it's the thinker. And we used to always put this idea up here. We'd have money, relationships, and sex, and everyone would have a meaning. And then I'm going to change the whole meaning of the word without changing any letter of it. My money, my relationships, my sex. So here, I wish all of you to have a lot of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. <laughs> the my changes everything, yes? This is what you know, we're not... We thinking we're looking for something big. It isn't. It's in these little things all day that 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 pass us by. We don't notice it. We don't notice where and how the meaning is being given to everything. We don't see it. And if you don't get down to the exact nature of the wrong, yeah, you could be the wrong. So I hope if you listen to the talks. You get nothing out of them. <laughs> Hopefully they're triggering something. I don't know. We're just doing the best we can. It's just a seat assignment. I have no interest in this at all, really. I don't study it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think about it. I don't listen to anyone else because I, don't, I like it to be an independent bakery. I don't want to, you know hear someone else's recipe and start present, you know, presenting that. So I haven't listened to anyone, I don't know, for 16 years or something. So, <laughs> but uh, I just know, you know, you've all been served the spiritual subpoena. Yeah. You already know. I hope this doesn't last. I hope you can stop coming to these things. Yeah. And, uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Any questions?
I'm getting, I lose interest in it myself. Really? <laughs> I do. I'm like, all right, let me stop. Fuck it. I don't want to say anymore. You know, the thing is, it's there already. Yeah. It's just like an addict. Some people who are addicts, they don't need any more research. They don't need to burn any more houses down. There's just a fucking denial and a reluctance to uh, answer the question, what is it you know that you don't want to know? You know that you're screwed, but you don't want to know it. Yeah, you don't need any more screwing. <laughs> yeah, you just so, there you go. If you listen to the messages, if, if it's true that you are what you're looking for, and as St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. He didn't say what's looking will become what you're looking for after it fulfills 50 fucking pages of requirements. No, what's looking now is what you're looking for. Now you can agree or disagree. If you don't agree, then go do, you know, keep looking. But St. Francis, to me, can stop you in your tracks. Hawaiian Po can stop you in your tracks. Sailor Bob can stop in your tracks. And that's the beauty of it, because how are you going to entertain being stopped if you don't, haven't ever really sensed it? Yeah, because we're constantly being driven all day in this dry current of time, constantly. It's like a big hand just pushing us over and over again. If you don't see it, you're at its effects. See what you're not. Study what you're not. Understand what you're not. And you'll find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are through a failed mechanism. Yeah? The sheep is never, no matter how much it studies to, about lion, it can't, its possibility of being it is excluded from its programming. It's a sheep. It can only entertain being a lion is as I can become like a lion. It can't go against the programming. Just like in, in, in self-centeredness, we have a statement in recovery called self can't get out of self. And this is exactly what's happening all day. Every day, self tries to get out of self, runs into a wall, keeps running into the wall, backs up, doesn't stop, just gets in another vehicle. First drugs, then spirituality, tries to grow through, and then if that fails, goes back to drugs, boom, boom. And it just, the programming, this aberration, you're not going to correct it with it. It has a belief it can get out of self, as self. Every time I shot coke, I was trying to get out of self, as self. Yeah? See it, and you'll lose interest in it. Futility is like fucking an incredible gift. When you see the futileness of trying to get what you already are, maybe it can fucking be put to rest. And I mean real rest, yeah? And it, then the sense of ease and comfort won't be put off based on a conditional weekend or everything. It will be readily available now. It'll be your new working thing. Instead of the irritability, restlessness, and discontent, there'll be an ease and comfort. Instead of dissatisfaction causing more seeking, there'll be satisfaction and contentment.
Any questions today? I got a request. A request? Yeah. Um, golden oldies. Yeah, golden, golden oldies. Here, there syndrome. What? Here, there syndrome. Oh, the here, there syndrome. Yeah. Oh, the here, there syndrome. You know it, yes? So you're here. This my, the old story would be I was in my little one-bedroom apartment, and I looked, and I felt pretty good, really nice. had a nice breakfast. Everything was chilled. And there was a nice magazine I started reading, and they had a full-page layout of a beautiful couch. And then I realized I was couchless. I didn't have a couch in my little one-bedroom apartment, and I started to feel a certain lacking, you know? And I started to resent the people who I knew who had couches. Why didn't they tell me how nice it would be to have a couch? And then I was starting to think, I'm going to meet a woman and come home and sleep on that couch, have my first kid. <laughs> Shit, you know? I want the fucking couch. So now the here is seen as couchless, and there's something lacking. So the there is couch. Yeah. So now I save up my money. I, I call all my friends. The couch is being delivered today. No one shows up. They bring the couch. They bring it in. I take the plastic off it. I sit on it. I've arrived. The there works. Yes, I've arrived. It was worth all that denying the here to get to this there. But then suddenly I look around the room and I got to get a matching rug. Yes. So now a new there appears. So this is it's just a, it's just addiction. Yeah. You're here, but you don't want to be here. And you think there's a better there. And then you move towards that there. But as soon as you arrive there, it's here. And it's held just as this here was held. And then there's another there that's projected and on and on and on and on. You think addicts are only people who use drugs and alcohol? The mental state is addicted to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. That's what, that's what demands relief, and that's what spawns all the other addictions. All the other addictions are attempting to get relief from that addiction. The mental state's addiction to self. That's why no addictions work. I have not met a person who got to a point where they did enough cocaine, and they, thank you, Shriek Coke, gave all their extra coke away, and never did it again, and felt fucking fantastic, and, you know, sang the praises of cocaine the rest of their life. No. You usually don't find any fulfillment. It just drives, and drives, and drives, and drives, and drives, because you're off something. You're trying to get out of what you're not in. How can you be successful? How can you escape from an imaginary place? How can you solve an imaginary problem? If you apply a solution to an imaginary problem, that's a big fucking problem. Yes? You see? We have a statement in AA, it says, you've got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. I'm, what I'm saying is, the mental activity is playing God. Yeah. When you wake up, it tells you how the day is going to be, how they were, how they're going to be, how it is. Yes, it's playing God constantly. So let's say, without knowing it, because you're identified as that. Yeah. So in other words, the parasite 
of alcoholism has you and how it has you it's convinced the host that it's the parasite so now when you when you're hoping for freedom it's not from the parasite it's as the parasite that's why it's a bondage yeah so here's so here's this thing playing god so it hears hey i gotta quit playing god so it sets out to quit playing god isn't that playing god <laughs> That which is playing God tries to quit playing God. That's playing God ad infinitum. There's no way out if you're in. The it, the out is before the in. You're not going to get out of it if there's a belief you're in. Even if you get temporary out, you're going to go back on and on and on. The, the out is before the in. Yes? The out is before the in. The out of an imaginary place is before you see it's imaginary, so there's no movement to get out. That's being out. If you escape from an imaginary place, you've reinforced the in of it, and you're going to go back in. And then you're going to want to get out, and then you're going to be fearful, even when you're out, that you may go back in, and that's the bondage of fucking self. <laughs> the freedom is before bondage it's before it's not a reaction to a reality of bondage there's no one to be bound that's the freedom from bondage it's not that there isn't bondage there's no one to be bound it's different it's magical thinking to think there's no bondage or you don't feel fucked you know <laughs> the clarity is there's no one there there's not a thing that feels fucked. There's feeling fucked as a thing. <laughs> it's a verb. All of it is verbing. The whole thing is verbing. And what the mental state does, it claims the verbing to imply a noun. And the noun is presupposed. And now the noun thinks it's doing the verbing. I get these, happens all the time. I give talks, remember in L.A., and a guy who had li listened to me for a long time says, Oh, Paul, I get the selfing, you know? And he says, Let's call it Pauling. And let's call the self Paul. And he says, All right, so on a good day, how much is Paul Pauling? Like 10%, 20%? On a bad day, how much is Paul Pauling? 80%, 90%? I said, You missed the whole fucking thing. There's Pauling that is used to imply a Paul. The polling, the selfing is used to imply a self. Then the self is presupposed, and now the self thinks it's doing the selfing. Now let's say that's happening, and you're not aware of it, and you're reading fucking scriptures. It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> the big elephant in the room isn't being mystery. It's right there. The noun is now going to try to use a verb to get out of a noun when there's no noun to be found. There's just verbing. You don't have to go far. Just look at what's happening. It's not a huge, oh, it's going to be on a cliff and all my girlfriends and ex-girlfriends and there'll be a wind blowing and I'll be at the moment of surrender. No, it doesn't fucking look like that. It's just ordinary. 
there's hits of clarity that provoke an understanding and then open up to a possibility of grace producing a being convinced. And then the fucking fight is over. And I don't care what shape it takes or how big it is or how long it is. I seen it as not being so. <laughs> There's no exemptions. Oh, that's a real big no. It's not being, it's not so. <laughs> there is a point that you can be convinced. You're not working on clarity. Clarity is there. Why isn't it now? There's no point when it cannot, it can be now. This could be it. There's all there is is verbing. Look at it. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. We share, all of us share that, yes? Conscious contact. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. They all end with I-N-G. They're all verbing, yes? The mental state, and when you were a baby, if you were anyway, if when there was a baby running around, the beauty of the baby is there's no one home, basically, yeah? There's just, there's no Paul, there's no one that's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, shitting, they're not getting embarrassed, pissing, none of that. Something grew, and then the seeing, the hearing, feeling, the tasting, touching were claimed to imply a seer. Now the seer becomes the predominant starting point, and you lose the fucking living of life. It's like going to the Colorado River with a glass, getting some of the Colorado River, putting it on your mantle, and you think, oh, that's the Colorado River. But you lost the biggest essence of the Colorado River, which is rivering. You've lost it. You now know the Colorado River. You now have the Colorado River, but you're missing the whole essence of it. So if it's true or not, see it. Does consciousness come before you? Are you a product that comes after the consciousness? Now, obviously, if you're thinking you're the Alpha and the Omega, and something becomes really obvious of being the Alpha, it may weaken your belief in being the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah? If you see the idea of you comes after the fact we all share, which is consciousness, yeah, maybe I can get a hit of consciousness, not by trying to become conscious, but seeing what I'm not. Yeah? When I see what I'm not, what you're going to sense is the awakeness that's already inherently available. It's not like, oh, it suddenly showed up when I became conscious. No. This ha if, this, if this hits you in a strong way, it tells you it's always been this way. Nothing ever happened not to be this way. What a relief, yeah? Nothing I ever did left a mark on what I am. Nothing. There's not one blemish on it. There's not one sin that made a dent in it. It's only in the arrogance of being relevant being that I can block me off from the sunlight of the spirit. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Nothing's blocking you off. It's all imagining. Yeah. If there, if do you have to go back and keep killing a non-existent thing? 
if you see it as non-existent, is there like another, you know, the big battle at the OK Corral? No, it's non-existent, <laughs> meaning it had no effects other than the ones you gave it. Yeah. By believing it was existing, you, be, you gave it a role of being a cause when it isn't a cause. Yeah. So, I'm so stoked, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have to pay, you know. I don't want to have to go to fucking five other continents. I want it to be always available at all times, right where I am, and especially with no requirements on my side. Yeah? Just that it's available now. Yeah? So, any more questions? Any questions? No? All right, that's it, eh? Yeah? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Not so hard, is it? Thank you. We have books and uh, shirts. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. books and shirts back there. Please buy them. I live on, I, I, I survive on donations. <laughs> He's, for example, the perfect world. Um, I think that this actually works, and, it's, and I, I can see what you're talking about. But when I go and uh, work overseas, or I have a, a business project on, and something goes catastrophically wrong, or something gets taken away, you know, how does that all fit in? You just sit back and just go, oh, well, fuck it, it's meant to happen, or it, just, or you know, this is part of what just happens in life. Is it just happening, or? You know, it just seems sometimes completely out of control or that you, you have a, um, I'll, I'll just give you a quick example. For example, you know, in our conservation work, um, we're given a machine to do the conservation, it gets taken away and we set back to zero. And then you look at this and you think, well, do you just give up and say, okay, well, this is, how do you be non-dual? How do you actually, well, you know, don't be non-dual. You know? Yeah, I know you don't be non-dual, but how do you approach that in a in a in a? I don't know. It's uh, to me, it's a moment-to-moment -moment thing. There's like no rote answer. Yeah, but I've noticed through observation that the intuitive thought will come. Sometimes it's appropriate to get pissed off and angry. Sometimes you got to be your own advocate. Other times, but there's no there's no rules or how it's written, how it's going to play out. It's just more of uh, improvisational in a sense. Yeah? And also taking in the action figure, sometimes a lot of people, you know, like if your house was on fire, right? Uh, it wouldn't serve you for me to tell you there is no house and no fire. It would be better if I told you where the water is, right? So you have to render onto, <laughs> onto the action figure what's the action figures too. And maybe you need to pick up a few skillful means for the action figure not to lose it. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, 
You know, when I first got this idea, I remember I lived in Australia, down Byron Bay, and uh, this was novel idea. So my girlfriend was leaving, and she said, Paul, hey, do the, do the dishes, all right? I'm going to go out with my friends. And so she came back home, and the dishes weren't done. And she said, Paul, why didn't you do the dishes? I said, well, there is no Paul. And she, <laughs> and she said, fuck you, do the dishes. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Non-duality isn't, isn't very good at a skill, as a skillful means, being used by what they're not. It isn't. So yeah, I'd rather get some skillful means. <laughs> you know what I mean? How to deal with it when something's devastating in something. Yeah? Non-duality is more uh, an overall contextual sense of something, yes? The action figure, like I have predilections that I don't see well in certain things, so I have to have masters in a lot of things, like mechanic for my cars and shit like that. So, you know, I uh, the action figure, I have no problem with the seamlessness of it. There's the context of non-duality, and then there's the action figure's little day-to-day -day activities. I don't... Uh, Try to wield non-duality like a fucking pooper scooper, you know. In my head, I get a pooper scooper, you know. Did you tell the pooper scooper story today? The uh, pooper like, scooper story. I love that one. Let me tell you. Uh, you see, so the particulars of how you're gonna do, all I see is it's not me that's doing any of it. Yeah. So when something arises and doesn't do well in a situation. It's not me. And when something arises and it does really well, it's not me. Yeah? That's always the background. So that the importance of the situation gets leavened a little bit. Yes? Yeah. See, uh, you, see you can be a bear. You, you, as this event, can be a bearer of lightness. You can bring <laughs> lightness to the situation without intending it. Yeah? It's just, it's available. Because, see, like here, I we were looking at one of the books, sell Bard's House, Presence, right? So in AA, people in AA are really up the ass of self. You know? <laughs> like, I mean, they need, like, divine proctologists on call 24-7 to fucking pull them out. They're really, I mean, thickly there. So they... We're, we're pointed at a tried and true thing called service where you go and help other people or you just listen to other people and what it does is it pulls the attention out of that orbit of you and brings it out. And usually you observe when that happens, you feel bigger or lighter, you know? And then you come to the conclusion, I'm available, I'm available to help this person, I'm available in my relationship, I'm available. And then in that availability, something becomes available, and you say you sense the presence. Yeah? So you sense this presence. But what would happen if you just allowed the presence to be what you are? Yeah? And that presence, which because of its nature is always available, yeah? Then you would be of service. You see? So on one level, you're doing service to get out of the incessant you know, pulling into self, but hopefully it leads to the point where you see that you're the presence and that you're always available and then suddenly you're of service now, which is totally different than doing certain things called service. Being of service is, 
a huge upgrade, yeah? It's sort of like having an attitude of gratitude. It's your, what AA does for the action figure. And you know what? The greatest movement behind all of that work is grace. And all that grace is rooted in non-duality. Non-duality is where people end up, but it's, it's the before of everything else. Yeah? It's the greatest influence. It may not be named, but that's the influence. Yeah? I lost where I was. Thank God. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> oh, the service. So, AA says, you're going to have a new attitude and outlook. That's amazing for this. Yeah? For this to have a new attitude and outlook is pretty... You're not going to get to the source code. You're not going to, self's not going to get out of self. But it can have a lot of upgrades under the right influence. Yeah. And attitude and outlook is pretty damn good. Yeah. So now I don't have an attitude of uh, sense of entitlement or not having enough. I have an attitude of gratitude. I'm like we just, you know, just look at life differently. And, it's, and all you do is you observe the effects. And yet I see it's all rooted back to what I am. Yeah. And what I am doesn't need anything to be that. And I feel like it's nice to act like that. Yeah. You know, if, if you're inherently okay, your sphincter isn't tight all day. You know what I mean? You're not like watching. Yeah, you. It's you're almost brazen in a way. You're just you're you're. It's just been revealed to this, to this. It can observe stuff. It can observe observe its own futility. It can observe that something is doing for it what it can't do for itself. It can come to some incredible conclusions that allow it to be driven and directed by a different kind of force than the mental state. Yeah. I feel the non-duality is like the screen, yeah, and then there's the action figure world, it's like a movie on the screen. And, you know, probably the least investment of any movie theater is the screen. They probably have to buy one screen. They show like 8,000 movies on the one screen, and not one movie infected the screen, yeah? It didn't become a war movie screen or a melodramatic screen. It was just what, like, mind is like, yeah? It allows everything to appear in it, yet it's not affected by any of it. Why not have a little of that come into this life, Yeah? You can outshine circumstances and situations, not as Paul, but as what I am. And the pooper scooper was just a, you want to, the pooper scooper came from recovery. And so, this is a, I'm going to make it a short one. So there's this guy has a beautiful house, beautiful yard. He has a lot of marriages there, lawn bowling, you know, croquet, <laughs> just loves it. He goes out in the morning every day with no shoes on, runs around in the morning dew, does angels on it. And then one day he jumps out and he lands on some shit. 
you know? So first he has to change something. Now he has to wear shoes. And so he's walking around his beautiful property. There's a lot of shit. So it smells. So he says, fuck this. He goes inside, tries to ignore it. Comes back out in the afternoon. There's a lot of shit. So now he doesn't know what to do. And he starts calling up people. And a lot of people are having the same problem. So they're starting to have meetings. And everyone's bitching about the shit. And, you know, I had a lunch lawn. And now they're buying, like, you know, pictures of grass and everything. And sitting there. You know, reminiscing. <laughs> and then this guy then this guy finds out, hey, listen, someone says, I think I have a solution for your problem, pooper scooper. Yeah? And if you get good enough at picking up the shit, maybe for a few hours you'll have a three by seven foot piece of lawn, better than nothing. You know, you can lay there for a while. Yeah? So the guy gets the pooper scoopers and he's pretty good. And then a lot of people with the same problem hear about him, and he's asked to talk, and he becomes like a circuit speaker. And then he starts, now Now he's gotten two pooper scoopers, and he's got autograph models, and he's got little outfits, and he's doing tutorials, he's going on speaking engagements, he's called the pooper scooper, all this. And then so he's got it down, you know, his life, he makes a lot of money, he's got like 500 scoopers in his garage, he's out mailing them out. So a guy comes over and says, hey, I hear you have a problem. He says, no, 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 I don't have a problem. So the, uh, the other guy starts leaving and says, just says on the side, find the dog. <laughs> yeah. What? And you would think the guy would rush for that answer, because if you get rid of the dog, there goes the shit. But now this guy is identified with his answer. He's got 500 pooper scoopers in the garage. He's got an outfit. He said, wait a minute. I don't know if I'm that interested in this solution. Yeah? This is what happens. This is what happens. It does. Yeah. I find the head would rather become than be. It will spend years of becoming what it is with the knowledge it never will succeed, but it won't take a second to entertain being what it is. And if it does, it will entertain being what it is as what it ain't. And so it won't work anyway. Yes? How much do you need to see it? Do you see your head when you're having a good day? It lasts for about 10 minutes, yeah? Then your head gets suspicious. They're going to know I don't deserve this or something. Yet, if you feel bad, the head says, this is the beginning of a lifelong depression. That's a weird thing to live under, that theme. It's going to contract anything that's good and expand on any possibility of bad. Do you want to play that? You want to dance to that tune every day? Yeah. Oh. You know the problem from the solution. When you get relief, you'll know exactly why the relief didn't seem to be available. It'll be as clear as day. There's no meandering. When you get relief, you'll know the problem. Yeah? You'll know it. You'll know it. It's like being in that movie theater and there's a big head blocking the film, and then you realize it's your fucking head. Really? <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah? So... Any more golden oldies? <laughs> no, you've, you've, you've the wave in the ocean, simple, yes. The wave wants to experience the ocean, wants, studies the ocean, you know, tries to know the ocean as much as it can, 
but all the while it is the ocean, just appearing as a wave. Now what does it have to do? As a wave, it can never, never entertain the possibility of being the ocean. It can only entertain experience the ocean as a wave. Yeah? What happens? All it sees is it's not a wave, and it gets hit the ocean. Yes? And it's always been the ocean. That's exactly what we're talking about. Stop looking for what you are from what you're not. Start looking at what you're not from what you are. Huh? No, I'm not a performing animal. <laughs> it's enough. You got hit with it, yes? Watch the videos. Repetition is helpful. Yeah? You get the idea, and if you see me live, we can talk about it. Because it's not enough to, to share the message. You got to be an ear doctor. You got to hear, you got to see how people are hearing it. Yeah? It is unbelievable how confusing it can be. You're a lion. It just blows my mind. Yeah? So repetition's helpful. You just keep sharing the same points, same points. Just hopefully a feeling gets conveyed through it. That feeling is, is recognizable because you are of that. Yeah? And hopefully... The horse is seen to be before the cart. Things will make sense, yeah? You will be what you've been looking for. Yeah, so, hey, uh, we're going to be somewhere tomorrow, too. Uh, Sassafras. Sassafras. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, well, any more questions? Any questions? No. <laughs> All right, well, that's that. Eh? Thank you. Oh, yeah, let's just take the t shirts yeah. out.